previously on the Death Saving Bros podcast. Tonight, we are going to just be doing a little one-shot that I've put together. Who are you going to be playing tonight? Tim the Enchanter, level 8 wizard tiefling. I'll be playing White Jesus, which is the exact same thing as Ambionitis Hammerbottom. And uh, this one's a dragonborn. I am playing Balthazar, a level 9 monk. I will be playing Mortis Saventur, a human warlock. Tim, White Jesus, and uh, Balthazar, you three are walking south along the shores and the banks of the sunken (laughs) valley sea. And straight ahead of you is a boat dock with a small ship. Oh, hey, you three over there. Oh, Jesus Christ. I could use a few extra hands on this trip. I'm searching for a specific book that was in a a giant library before the earthquake happened and sunk the entire area. Our choices are to either go the bartering route, known to be frequented by pirates, or we could try going south through that storm. Pirates. Out in the distance, you start to see two pirate ships, one both on your left and on your right. I'm going to rip my suit off, stand on the bow of the boat, and start pounding on my chest, yelling. I'm going to hit it with a ray of frost, because I'm going to like jam their rudder, so it just like starts turning off. So the boat starts taking a hard left and just kind of starts circling right back in towards the island. Sanchez, trim the sail and head towards the, the open path. Aye, aye, Captain. We've made it past the pirate ships. Um, We are looking for the top of a tower... Tim, White, and uh, Balthazar all see the top of the tower. However, Mortis does not. I want to palm his head and turn it to where I'm looking. Oh, look at that. What is the book you are searching for? The book that has the process for building a structure such as this. You get that uh, the notion that it is not entirely honest. You guys go ahead and get off in your little dinghy to row to the entrance of the sunken library. everyone and welcome to another episode of the death saving bros podcast i'm your dungeon master tonight ben renfro we will be doing part two of the one shot that we put together last part week two. with us tonight we have eric nemeth hi i'm eric nemeth and i hate this podcast paul never lets me say anything fun i'm suing brad richards okay so if we could not see captain sanchez again that would be fantastic brad renfro I don't find it hard to meet expenses. They seem to be everywhere. And Paul Camper. Thank you for having me. It's great to be here. You're not saying anything funny? And Matt Smith. You do, Duke. Just kidding. Matt Matt's is still dead. Still dead. Um, Matt is still off with his wife somewhere doing married couple things that none of us know about because we're not married couples. All right, so... Uh, yes, we are going to be finishing the one shot that we were putting together with a little bonus, uh, episodes that we are doing, uh, where we last left off a quick recap, or I guess, does anybody want to give a recap of what happened last time? We were playing Dungeons and Dragons We can actually do nose goes this time. There's an evil architect, I got this. Yeah. So there's an evil architect. (laughs) 
<laughs> he wants to build towers <laughs> for some ridiculous plan that he is creating. Now, the thing about these towers is that they're magical. Ooh. So they can withstand water for crazy amounts of time, even when they're fully submerged, except for the tip, because it's some weird physics bullshit that he tried, Paul tried to describe to me, and it made sense to my character somehow. So this tower is a, oh, multiple hundreds of years old, and there's no water inside. Blows my mind. So Jet. Went to be a fish man. No. Tim. Tim went to be a fish man. That's really going to mess with me for a second. Timmy Jet. Went to be a fish man. Took out the rotor of the boat. That doesn't... Okay, the rudder. That makes so much more sense because every time he said rudder, I thought he said rotor. I was like, they don't have engines. (laughs) Anyways, I thought they were magical engines and they had magical mechanics like architects. Um, So, yeah. So we went on this guy's boat for no reason. He has a captain who I really hope says nothing <laughs> this entire episode. That would really make my life. Um, and yeah, we just got to the magical tower, and now we have to go find the book of architecture. But it might not be about architecture. We don't know that. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, I guess in... Uh... In layman's terms, that is kind of the plot of it. That's the gist of it. It's the general <laughs> synopsis here. Uh, don't forget, Balthazar's tits been bouncing for like, what, three hours now? Nonstop. He's the Terry Crews of known. our world. This is canon. While okay. we're looking for the book of architecture. Yes. Tits right. bouncing for architecture. Which canon. never happens. Tits out for architecture. That's not a thing. <laughs> Unless you're at Kent State, I suppose. Yeah, they like architecture there and tits. Or at Cornell, they have uh, the engineering department and the architecture department. Oh, so they have a always one. have a battle between the phoenix and the dragon, and people go crazy for that shit. Sounds wild. Fucking Do they? nerds. <laughs> We're all sitting around playing, playing Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons, Dragons right now yeah. in a basement. Yeah. And uh, just a reminder, we're not all typically playing our... No, we're not all playing our typical characters. Uh, nice. Brad, who is typically Jet, is playing Tim the Enchanter. No, I'm typically Ambionitis. Ambionitis. And I'm typically Tim the Enchanter. <laughs> is playing White Jesus. Who's playing what? I'm playing Brad. My name is not Ambionitis. <laughs> My name is Brad, and I'm playing Brad, Brad right. Richards. He's Brad, and I'm Brad. Brad We're both Renfro Brad. is playing Tim the Enchanter. There you go. Brad Richards is playing White Jesus. There you are. Eric Nemeth is playing Balthazar. No, 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 no. I'm playing Das. Playing Balthazar. I don't think he has a last name that I know of. Yeah, it's Das. And Paul is playing Mortis Saventure. Great. So, where we left off last time, you guys were just getting to the tip that you guys are supposed to enter into. Eh. We're going to crawl in the tip. Docking. You guys are going to crawl in the tip, and the nice. salt water oh. is not going to flow in the tip because that would burn. So you guys you guys wait until the low tide and everything so that the uh, tip is exposed, and you guys are now going to climb inside of it. All right. Let's open, <laughs> up, this, let's open up this hatch and see what's inside. So I, I go and I grab the, uh, the metal. Magical. 
metal magical handle of this hatch and open up the tower. Is it? Is it unlocked? It is unlocked. Are you fucking kidding me? Why would somebody lock it? It's magic. Are you fucking kidding me? No, listen. No, li- it was it was sealed by magical means. However, when somebody goes to try to open it, it's not. The magic was just sealing so that the water did not. You don't soak. have to explain. So yourself. when we open it, the water rushes in because no, the seal because is you waited till low tide when it was exposed. So it's not overflowing. So the water's not just gonna gush. So in. it's magically sealed except for when someone tries to open this locked tower for hundreds of years. Yes. Oh. It's not like magically sealed like a magical lock on it. There's magic so preventing magic- the water from seeping in. What's the okay? What's the word in biology? It doesn't. It means water doesn't pass through. Permeable. That one. Non. So non permeable. So it's non. That word. Good no, job trying to sound smart. No osmosis will take place. The, if the listeners haven't figured it out by now, that I'm not the smartest one here, then they need to re-listen to everything I've ever said. Anyways, back to this we all seal ha- tower. Uh, so I open up the hatch, and uh, does nothing happens to me there, right? No, nothing happens to you. Okay, now I'm going to inspect the the rim to make sure that we don't set any set off any booby traps. Uh, when real we quick, enter while he's doing that, I look in there. Is, is it dark? Yes. So what you see, uh, what you see at first glance is you see the top. Uh, near the edge, there's the top of a ladder that's latched there, but then you can only see about 10 feet down before it gets too dark to see through it, and you get a very horrible smell, uh, that kind of comes up and hits you. Kind of hey. smells like rancid and rotten fish. Hey, Tim, can you cast a fireball down there? I want to see. First off, what does my dark vision tell me? Nice. <laughs> Alright, so, dark vision allows you to see 60 feet, right? Yes. yes. All right. So with your dark vision, uh, you could see, you could see down to, you can actually see all the way down to the floor, uh, right at the end of your dark vision. Wait. Right. This is a magical sealed tower that's sixty feet deep. Yes. That's not a tower. That's not a tower. Great. Yes, it is. Sixty feet is not that high. Okay. So if the building then is twenty to thirty feet tall, then the whole thing stands at 90 feet tall then one tiniest building okay back centuries ago they didn't they didn't have the architecture hey, that's in this book that but we can they see the magic to seal it from water for centuries yes <laughs> they didn't the city was not built very tall oh, around everything else here? in the city yes it's a whole valley that was sunk but these buildings aren't magically sealed these architects were dickheads and only sealed this tower yes to preserve what was in it what assholes? Right. There's people down there. Everybody else was long gone. They knew Were it they? was coming. Yeah, because they sent out the books like to distribute them throughout. Yeah, so don't you to... don't you remember? I told you all the history last episode. If they distributed all the books, why would they have to protect the building? Well, no. So <laughs> so what what's an empty lock safe at the bottom of it? Why do you guys have to question everything that I'm saying <laughs> just to give me a hard time? I actually have all this stuff planned out. <laughs> so the librarians knew that the earthquake was coming, so they evacuated the valley, and then they sealed up all the important documents that they couldn't evacuate, which is why we're going in there now. Hey, Tim, can you cast a fireball down there so I can see? Wait a minute. How about we just take one of my torches and toss it Hold down there? Hold the fuck on. 
you're going to bring fire into a place with combustible pages. Yes. Well, I can't see down there. Unless, Do I oh, see wait, hold on, books? Hold on. I can prestidigitize light. This guy doesn't have prestidigitation. I do. You do. I don't anymore. Dungeon Master Ben. I'm hopping down into the chute, and then I'm going to press a digitize. Do I see sparkles. books anywhere around? No. Do I see anything flammable? No. I already oh, hopped right. in. Okay, great. Are you just hopping down or are you climbing down? Well, it's only I'm 60 feet. I'm going to feet. climb down, and I'm going to press a digitize some light. I'm going to climb down with him. All right, so then what I'll say is, as he's climbing down and press the digit, press that word, press digitizing. Way to sound smart, buddy. Press a digitizing. Uh, close. <laughs> it's the closest it's going to get. Once he gets down and starts doing that, you can see. Um, doing what? Press the digitizing. Well done. Man. So, Tim gets to the bottom of the ladder, and everyone else was going ahead and following, correct? Oh, yeah. Yes. I'm going to follow his prestidigitation. Well, I did want to do an investigation of the area before I started climbing down. What a Listen, nerd. boy, we are experienced at this. I proceed carefully. Eh, who cares? You said you were looking for traps? Yes. Specifically? No, you do not uh, perceive traps. I didn't even roll anything. It doesn't matter. You don't perceive shit. We already did, well, yeah, <laughs> no, no. All right. <laughs> we figured it yeah. out. They crawled through and no traps went off. Okay. Then sorry. I'll follow. I know you probably wanted to roll. I'm sorry. We shut the door before he crawls in. Do you? Ah, no. the secrets of architecture are mine, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> all right, I will make so all waterproof walls. Everything will be waterproof. So you start to crackle, right? Snapping and popping. So then, Well, no, no, no. It's, it's only one effect, so if you make a noise, you can't make a light. Snap, crackle, pop, rice krispies. You cast it twice in a row, sun. back to back. No, I'm just getting everybody some light since everyone doesn't have dark vision. Thank, thank you. All right, so the whole way down while you're crawling, you're in a narrow. Uh, I don't care about casting light until we're out, the, like in the open area. You don't need light to crawl down a ladder. There's a time be, limit. It would be helpful. Well, then get some dark vision. You're a human too. You don't have dark vision either, Balthazar. No, I'm just winging it. Who needs to see? All right, so you're not going to go ahead and look on your way down? I mean, obviously. I'm looking on the way down. He has dark vision. Oh, you have dark vision. Okay, so who doesn't have dark vision? I don't. And you're not casting light on the way down? Once I see something where everyone should see it, like it once we're at the bottom of the ladder, or if I see a giant open room, there's Great. just a time limit on it, so I'm not going to waste like 60 feet worth of climbing time. Okay, for... what order did you guys climb down in then? I'm number two. You're number two? And then three and... Uh, all right. so, so Tim... White is uh, three, I'm four. All right, so Tim whitey. went ahead and crawled down first, followed by Balthazar, and then White... E. Jesus. White Jesus-y. And Close. then uh, uh, Mortis following last behind. So then uh, Balthazar, I'm going to go ahead and need a dex saving throw from you. Twelve. Sixteen. All right, great. Uh, you pass. Fantastic. No, he passes. So then I guess what you saw was that there was part of the ladder missing where you could have missed a step and fell since you're not looking. Oh, that's something I'm calling out. Don't make him roll for it. 
Well, you, I, that's why I was asking if you're trying to help him see, and you said no. I'm not. I'm go- so I, mean, I get to the bottom, I'm gonna let people see. So I'm you're just gonna, climbing down. They can't see, but I'm gonna hit this. I'll be like, "Hold on, guys, I'm missing a ladder rung down here." I'm not just gonna be like, like, you know, snickering to myself, "Assholes are gonna trip here." Well, you didn't say anything, and I was trying to. You didn't tell me. I was trying to give you the opportunity to let people see as you go down, so they would be able to see it. But you didn't. But he misses it. Uh. White is able to see, and then I imagine, would you go ahead and no. say anything about it? Nope. With Mortis coming up behind nope. you? Nope. All right, so then I'm going to need a dexterity saving throw from Mortis. I rolled an eight. <gasps> All right, so from that point on, you're going to miss your step and fall. And being that it is a narrow well the whole way down, you're actually going to end up, I guess, hitting everybody on the way down. So he would hit... White Jesus first. Go ahead and you give me... Uh, we'll go a strength saving throw to see if you maintain holding on or if you get hit and fall as well. 20. Alright, you end up maintaining your grip and not falling off the ladder, catching Mortis's ass cheeks on your face. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry there, White... Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I, I grab onto the rungs of the ladder as quickly as possible. <gasps> uh, oh. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> hey, whoever's down there, if you see something, please let me know. Oh, I, saw I can't something. see. <laughs> Careful, there's a missing vision. ladder rung about, uh,. How far up are you? I just missed it. Ah, perfect. Yeah, I didn't miss it. I didn't miss it. Now I... be quiet. We are in a library. <laughs> shh. shh. You shh. All right, so you guys finish climbing your way down without any more incidents happening. And uh, you make it to the bottom. And it opens up into... A greater hall. There's a decent sized library there. Those of you who can see up to the 60 feet see that it looks like a big open open room. Uh, you can see that there were torches on the ro- on the walls that are not lit currently, uh, making the entire area dark. Uh, whereas <laughs> only those with dark vision can see right now, and it's that kind of grayish, uh, faint kind of seeing. Uh, additionally around you, uh, you see thick stone walls, uh, surrounding the entire place, and it opens up, and then there's these wide curved edges that start to go up, and you can't see the other end of the hall in itself right now, but you can see that it opens up into the great room with some tables and chairs, uh, out in the middle, and some empty bookshelves, uh, spread that look like Everything's been taken off them for the most part. Uh, there's a couple scrolls left over and a few books that are kind of the old beat and worn down books. Uh, the entire, there's kind of like a musky feel in the air and uh, it smells like death down in here. Um, I am going to pull out, did you, uh, Tim, did you do press digitation as soon as we got down to the bottom? I am indeed to make it look like I am holding a candle. That emits a nice glow to it. Okay, so then I would have seen this too. Be like, I can't believe it's all still down here. All this time. What, nothing? Don't you see this giant rotunda? This entire building 
has withstood all this time underwater. There's no water. This is amazing. I mean, it smells awful, but this is, this is... Wow. Are there any books around you? Yeah, there's a book right there. All right, I gotta take a dump. Now, Mortis, what is the Dewey Decimal System number I for this book? I wanted to say something about it, and you beat me to it, you son of a bitch. Uh, real quick, I'm gonna grab that book you pointed out and go walk into a corner. My character has used the bathroom. No! No, 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 no. <laughs> Your character disappears into the darkness. Because you I, can't see. I, I run after him. No, don't desecrate the books like that. Oh, great. The two blind people ran off into the <laughs> darkness together. <laughs> what does my dark vision tell me that I see? Do they, are they stumbling through the darkness? <laughs> we yeah, just watch so, Yeah, I'm just ready for it. normally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I guess uh, Balthazar starts to walk over towards uh, the first bookshelf that's uh, so the well was kind of built off the front of the entrance to the library and everything. So as you guys walk in through the door, there's like a small, it's kind of like a small entranceway, and then it begins to open up uh, both to your right and left from there. There's some tables directly ahead that as he started walking off to go grab one of the old beat-up books and everything, and you see more just come up stumbling after him, they kind of stumble into... A little more darkness, but from there... Well, isn't... The, the candle is lit. His the, candle. So, that how much light does that actually give off? Like, can you guys see, like, a 10-foot radius around you? 15? 20? I mean, a torch would give you... I just don't know the actualities of it off the top of my head. I'm just going to grab the most expensive-looking book and use that as a toilet paper. Yeah, I'm going to say, old... Or I should say, young, young Brad... Just wrote down that it lasts for an hour. Um, a torch would provide 20-foot radius worth of light, so the candle would probably do about the same. Gotcha. All right, so, yeah, I guess they would still be within... Oh, well, 20-foot uh, bright light, then 20-foot dim light, so total of 40 40. Feet. All right, so you would still be able to see... They would still be in the light then, so your dark vision would just tell you that you can already see them. So stop trying to summon the dark vision. Uh, I'm going to grab the book out of Balthazar's hands and say, and then hand off uh, a bunch of rags from my pack and say, here, go use these. But these aren't fancy for. They're fancy enough for your ass. Damn, uh, damn, damn. Fine, I'm going to take a dump right over there by the bookshelves. And in the meantime... Then wipe with the book where he's not looking. <laughs> What can you tell us about this book that we are searching for? Well, the book that we would be looking for wouldn't be in this main rotunda. It would probably be in an antechamber um, off to the side somewhere. So um, if you wouldn't mind walking with me as, and we'll, we'll walk around the outer edge of this rotunda and uh, see if there are any passageways leading off. Do I have a mini-map? Yeah, we'll split off. Yeah, and you can only see the little circle about, like, how much light you're... Like, when you're traveling in Pokemon through, like, the caves and everything, you got the right. little circle of light. Can I get Clefairy to... Pass off your flash? torch to these gentlemen. I I just wanted to be canon that I put the book back on the shelves after I wiped. Oh, you sick son of a bitch. Me and Paul are gonna go off, All right, you so, two are gonna go uh, off. Excuse me, who's Paul? The minimap will answer that question for you. Just check the HUD. <laughs> so... You guys are tending on walking along the outside of it. Yes. And we'll, uh, we'll go to the left first, and we'll circle back around. And 
And shall you two is, go uh, to the right and check? Yeah, well, uh, well, he can't see. Neither can him. That's why I'm taking okay. him along. And you got this one on the leash. Don't touch me. Just stay relatively close to me. If you would like, uh, Mortis, why don't you hand these gentlemen off your torch? I have our candlelight. Okay, I didn't actually light the torch yet, but sure, I'll light a torch and then give it to them. You hold that. Okay. Alright, so, uh, as you guys start to travel around the outside, um, I'll how, go... How, how wide across is this thing? The the general room that you're in is about 80 feet wide right now. Okay, so we between the two lights, we could actually see almost all the way across. Yeah, you'd be able to see... If, I we, guess. if we if we positioned ourselves not all the way along, not at the very edge of the wall, but if we positioned ourselves like ten yeah, feet the, off, the dim light that like the additional extra feet would be slightly overlapping then in okay. the middle. So then, so I tell them that we should do that. All right, great. So what you guys see then uh, is a relatively symmetrical room uh, from your left and right side. Uh, you additionally see some statues that are posted uh, along. Uh, there's two by the front door where you walked in on each side. They're big metal statues. And then there's also two that you come across that are centered in the, what you believe to be, I guess, the middle of the corridor. And again, you see more, uh, kind of beaten down bookshelves, uh, that look like they've been standing there. They're covered in dust. Uh, the air in the room is very thin. You see the tables. There's some tables positioned throughout the center, making its way up with the bookshelves on the outside of the tables and then along the outer walls as well. And as you keep uh, progressing towards the end of this uh, corridor, it's about 120 feet long by the 80 feet wide, you see... Oh, so it's a corridor, not a rotunda? Well, it's not... So if you picture kind of like two flat edges and then two curved edges coming around the sides to connect them. Oh, so... I'm not uh, sure what shape that would be. Like an eyedropper? Sure. There's the, Like a bulb. And uh, as you come up across the other edge, you see a large archway uh, that comes up and points up towards the ceiling. Uh, it has, well, it's one of the archways that comes up and it comes to a point at the top. And uh, it seems as if it leads to another room uh, for you guys. Let's go through it then. Are we do- doing this as one group? Or do we split off two and two? Well, I mean, if the the edges of the room, like if we were both walking around the room, then we're now together again. So I don't know why I'm doing this in the voice, but we're back together now. We both went around the edge of the room. Now we're back together. Let's go in together. Pip, pip, doodly doo, let's go. <laughs> pip, pip, and cheerio. All right. So what do you guys see as you... Uh, is Are there doors or is it just an open arch? It's a, It's an open arch. So what you guys see as you come up to the open arch is uh, right at the beginning there's a rug that kind of uh, a red vibrant rug that stretches up and then it stretches up uh, three steps and behind the three steps or at the top of it is an altar and on the altar you see uh, what appears to be a book in a glass case uh, up there. Other than that, you look to your left and your right, and you see a relatively empty room with more uh, empty bookshelves and everything, but you have that rug leading up the stairs to the altar. I go immediately up to the altar and smash the glass case. 
As white Jesus starts to make his way up the altar stairs, uh, did everybody else step into the room? Or yes, is everybody kind of staying back while he runs up? I would have been in the room because if I saw him moving forward, I don't want him to take the book. All right. So you all do that. And as Ambionitis starts to run up the stairs, uh, you start to hear uh, rumbling and feel some shaking. And then the uh, archway that you guys across under collapses and it seals you guys off from the rest of the room. I draw my quarterstaff and some poke rocks. Great architecture going on in here. Draw my warhammer. And do you still smash the the glass? Yeah, yeah absolutely. All right, you smash the glass successfully. I grab the book. Okay. I got it. Take that. <laughs> hey, throw the book. Throw the book over here. I want to read it. I'm curious. I want to look at it. What is it? What does it look like? You're opened up to a page on architecture. <laughs> Hot dog, I found it. And then looking around the rest of the room, what you guys see is uh, more stone walls uh, surrounding what is this rectangle of a room. And off to your guys' left, you see uh, a separate doorway. Why don't we just go out the way we came? Because it all... Why don't we just blow the rubble away? I'm down. How do you expect to do that? Magic. With a thunder wave, I clap my hands together. All right, you can try. Uh, he just did it. <laughs> no, I probably wouldn't do that, to be yeah, completely that, honest. That probably would not be a very good idea, because if the roof has collapsed and you clear away the rubble, then the sea may come rushing in. Do you have no faith in your magical architects of centuries old? Well, apparently not. Oh, um, well. Could I please have the book? Toss it over here. I'm you open. could. How big is he? Allow me to see this book first. As a person. Uh, he said he was 5'10". So I got seven. Okay, I got this. It'll be a good day. So I have the book in my hands. Is he near me? Yes, I'm near you. Yeah, you guys are all right next to each other. I'm open. Toss it over here. So I close the book and hang on to it. So I got this. What color was the book you're looking for? That color. What is this color? Red. Is it red? The book is red. Fuck. He's on to me. And you needed this book. Why? Because I wasn't on the boat when he explained the architecture. I need it because it has secrets of how they built this place and how they managed to keep out all of the all of the water for so long. How they built such an amazing tower. And this is when I can in character bash the architecture. Nice. <laughs> so you want to start a legitimate business building towers for people using magic. Yes. And you came all this way to do so with this book. Yes. So this book contains magical architecture and nothing more. Yes. So if there's a table of contents in this thing and I read it, it's going to say magic, architecture, magical architecture in that order. Yes. Uh, uh, where's the table of contents? I'm going to read that. <laughs> Based on, uh, are you actually looking for like a yeah, table, of contents, look for and everything like table that? of contents? <laughs> All right, well then you go to presumably the front of the book, and uh, it seems as if the pages are blank for the most part. But as you as you look for the information, it starts to appear on the pages. So as you know what you're looking for, it starts to appear. So as you or as you're looking at the pages. 
thinking about what you're looking for, the words start to appear on the pages. And the pages fill themselves. So is the table of contents so magic the table of contents shows up and it reads magic architectural dot 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 magic. So not in the way that I pictured it. So he's wrong. I want to grab the book and say, you know what? My intelligence is zero. So let's hold on a second. It's a plus zero. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. No, actually. I have an intelligence of plus one, so I can read it. No, intelligence is zero. Wisdom is minus one. Okay. Jesus wasn't a smart fella. So I know a guy. So Marty. Know a guy. My name's Morty. Right. So I thought it was Michael. I'm gonna hand this to Tim because he's a knowledgeable person about magic shit. So I hand it to him and say, "You figure this the fuck out." Yes. Shit's appearing on the pages. Shit appears on the pages. This isn't the one uh, Bart over there took behind the uh, corner, was it? No. He made shit appear on this page. I got this from the case. That I smashed. Yes, let me take an inspection of it. And I'm going to take the book, and you see me just kind of, uh, you starting at the front, scrolling through the, you know, pages here. I'm like, yes, very interesting. Um, it does appear to be the artifact we are looking for. Now, let's get out of here safely and finish our quest. And I'm going to tuck it into my bag, and I'll say, don't worry, it will be safe in this bag. It is a magical bag. Now, there's a door or a passage. Yeah, so within this room, what you guys saw was over to your left, you saw another doorway that is over there, a wooden door. And this altar, is there anything weird, like creepy shit on this that would set me off a little bit on this altar? Nope, it was just a uh, pretty much wooden altar that stood by itself with the glass casing with the book inside of it. Okay, I start making my way towards the passage. Hello, everyone. First of all, I'd like to thank you all for your patience. I know we posted this episode a couple days late, but hopefully you'll enjoy it all the same. And uh, if you're listening to the episode straight through and trying to catch up, then you wouldn't have noticed the delay because you're listening to them straight through, so nothing to worry about. Very quick announcements this week. No podcast partners, but if you're interested in becoming a podcast partner, send an email with a quick synopsis of your project and a 30-second promo, if you have one, to deathsavingbros at gmail.com. We'll review your pitch and get back to you. We are still looking for those 20 reviews on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Again, uh, iTunes is still accessible, so no worries there. If we hit that 20 review number by June 19th, 2019, that's our one-year anniversary, then we'll increase the value of our planned giveaway. That means a grand prize package with more stuff that you could win for free. So please, if you have an iPhone or Apple device, open the podcast app, search Death Saving Bros, click the review tab, and scroll to the bottom to leave your review. For those of you outside the Apple ecosystem, The instructions for how you would do it, simply type iTunes into your Cortana search 
taskbar on Windows 8 or later, or if you have a Chromebook or other such device, just search iTunes in uh, your Google search bar and download it there. Or if you have Windows, it, the app will just open for you. Uh, there's a toggle drop down at the top of the application once it opens up. Select podcasts. There will be music, video, yada yada. Select podcasts. And then follow the same instructions for the Apple people. Um, you're going to search for our podcast. Select the ratings and review tab in the middle of the screen. And then write a review. Our Twitter and Instagram accounts at Death Saving Bros will remind you of the deadlines and tell you how to win. Redbubble.com is the place to get official merchandise by searching Death Saving Bros. And uh, if you follow those uh, social media accounts, you'll also get some discounts when we hear about them. And finally, don't forget to check out Life Saving Bros on Instagram for tips, tricks, and other gaming materials to bring one-shots like this in episodes 40 and 41 to life. Ben's DM notes and my character sheet for Mortis Saventur are up there for you to test out with your own group. Enjoy the rest of this episode. Excited for you to hear how it ends. Uh, still, uh, still geeking out about it, honestly. And uh, don't forget to leave your review. Seriously, June 19th, go leave those reviews. Without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming. Okay, I start making my way towards the passage. Alright, and uh, imagine everybody's following. I'm second. I'll be third. I'll be pulling up the rear. Nice. Okay. Alright, once you cross through this doorway, you find yourself in another small room. What you see in this room are a couple of barrels and boxes with uh, supplies, which looks like food rations and uh, your typical uh, bedding that you could bring. There's an extra pack there, an explorer's pack, just your uh, little bits and supplies that it looks like it was left there in case somebody ever needed a way to get out and uh, supplies to do so with. Those supplies are, there's no way that those supplies smell any sort of good. No, all the food is very rotten. Uh, it's very, it's, the food is all spoiled. Uh, the other stuff, like the Explorer's Pack and everything, uh, still has all the basic essentials in there. Um, Can you let us, let me know when we've been in the library for an hour? Okay. Okay. Is that, that's when prestidigitation goes away? That's none your damn business. Get oh. fucked. <laughs> Additionally, what you see in this room, uh, it's a small kind of boxy room. You see two doors that are uh, equally side by side, uh, almost like a big closet door. Uh, you got a door on the left and a door on the right. And that is all that's in this room. What are they made out of? Wood. Kick the one on the left out. All right. It immediately opens into the ocean and the water comes flooding <laughs> in. Because doors open like nothing, but the walls are waterproof. Um, I am going to... as When we come into this room, before he goes over and does this, I'm going to go over to the, um, to the supplies, and I'm going to be kind of like... I'm going to look through those, at which point I'm going to go, Oh, those supplies are not at all good. Um, and you're going to see me... Um, 
kind of, you're going to see me take a string out of my pocket, and then I'm going to put the wood back down and place this string on top of the wood and walk away. I'm going to walk over and pull the string. Uh, you said you were off kind of doing that behind everybody, or you walked in, like, while they were going up to the doors, did you say you were still over by the supplies doing that? Yes. All right, uh... Eric, give me a perception check to see if you would have... He's not Eric. Or Balthazar, give me a perception check to see if you would have seen him doing that. 15 plus perception is... I mean, I wasn't trying to be stealthy about it or anything. Uh Oh, okay. My bad. I thought you were saying like... I saw a string, so I want to pull it. My character is not that smart. Yeah, you you knew he was doing... Or you saw him doing that out the corner of your eye. So you go over there and pull the string out. So I pull the string. Okay. Uh, Do you like string? I've got more if you want some. Kind of, yes. All right, I give him some string. I start playing with it. All right, and then you reset your... No, I. that's fine. It. It's okay if it moves. Okay. And then, uh, so, White Jesus, you are kicking down the left door? Yes. And everybody else is kind of... What's everyone else doing right now? Can I ask him... Can I ask what the string is for? Some spell must be. Just to mock that... I had opened that one, and that it should not be opened because it smelled terrible. All right, so, White Jesus, you kicked the door down. Uh, give me give me a strength check. Doesn't White Jesus have advantage on kicking doors, too? Yes, he does. But I don't think we're going to fucking need it. I don't believe you, Paul. You can roll an insight if you don't believe me. I, I would like to roll an insight. Hold on, let me finish with his I kicking know. of the door. 22. You shatter that door straight off the hinges. It gets destroyed. Did you have your sparkly boots on? Oh, I do have door kicking down boots. Oh. All right, so... Damn right I did. What happens is after you kick the door down, you see a narrow hallway that goes up, and then you see it turn to the left, and you don't see anything past there. Wait, like elevation up no, or forward? No, like forward. Uh, it goes forward about... Uh, five feet, and then you see it turn left uh, down another hallway. Uh, real quick, uh, Tim, you can go ahead and give that insight check to see if you believed why he was putting the string in the in the barrels. It was unnaturally equal to 20. Once again, he does not believe me because I rolled a... Yeah, he doesn't believe me. All right. So, yeah, you do not believe that that was his reasoning why. So, as we're all leaving then... Since my precipitation is a little cantrip, I'm going to have a nice little gust of wind just kind of like knock the string out of the room a little bit. Just away from the pile he was looking at and towards a different one. Okay. Get rid of that string. Just a whoosh. All right. So, White Jesus, you saw the hallway go forward about five feet and then it turns left. I kick the other door down. So then you just go and kick the right door after that? Right. All right. So you see quite the opposite where it goes f- or yeah give me the give me the strength check God my bad damn it let's see if you kick this one down son i fucked up 13 you blow the door down not not as not as like dramatic as the last one it didn't shatter the same way but it does come off the hinges and fall and what you see then is another five foot hallway but then it turns to the right should we split the group up that is <sighs> These hallways are about wide enough for not necessarily single file, but for two people to be next to each other, shoulder to shoulder, it'd be a little tight. So that is about the uh, width of the hallways. 
So here's how we're going to do this. Two people in the front, two people in the back. Watch the front, watch the back. Dark vision should be one person with dark vision in the front, one person with dark vision in the back. Alright, um, I will be in the back then, I'll watch the back. I don't have many skills. <laughs> so, we haven't seen anything come out from behind us, so I'm going to be watching the back. Um, I'll watch the Tim, front. do you want to watch the back with me? I refuse to be a babysitter, I will lead the front. Okay, I'll take the back. I'll take the front. With right. Warhammer. And uh, which passageway are you guys going down, the left or the right? Right. All right, and I have my quarter staff out. Gotcha. So do I. Cool. And my long hard staff too. Nice. All right. So as you guys walk forward and you hang the right, uh, the wall on your left goes down about another five feet and then ends, whereas the wall on the right still comes around. And then uh, as you take a left around the end of the left wall, it opens up into a relatively larger room than the last one that you were in. It's about double the size of that one. And all that you see within this room is there is a button over on your left wall. And then you see two more doors uh, set out in front of you. Uh, these ones aren't right next to each other. They're spaced apart on opposite ends of the uh, front wall that you guys face in front of you. I press the button. Don't just go pressing random things underwater. Why? Why? Because it's worked out you my entire life so far. I absolutely press the button. Nothing happens. Well, fuck. I kicked the right door down. All right, the right door? Oh, yeah. All right, go ahead and uh, give me a strength check there. Could just open them, but kicking them down is much better. 17. Door blows up. What do I see? Uh, What you see in front of you... You have dark vision, right? Oh, yeah. All right, so what you see in front of you is a long uh, 50-foot uh, hallway that's about uh, 10 feet wide and goes all the way down to the end. Uh, to directly on your right, you see two levers side by side next to each other. Mm -hmm. And then you see a door down at the other end of the hallway. Uh, there are a lot of doors in this library. You said there was two in the room that I'm in? Two levers? No, two doors. Uh, yeah, the room that you were previously in. Uh, also... Uh, the room looks like it was an armory that you guys were in. So what you guys see is a couple general weapons and uh, armor in that room. You see a long sword, a couple short swords, uh, a short bow, and some just different types of leather armor within the room. Why is there an armory in a library? And why is the leather still around? Magic. Well, <laughs> your general idea would be that... Uh, what from what you've been able to gather based on the food rations that you saw and then the armory and everything and being that it was a separate door off of the the main kind of uh, the main opening for the entire library you could tell that this might have been a separate like kind of escape route that's kind of leading through some tunnel systems and everything in case I guess anybody ever had to escape out of it hmm alright so this armory that we're in and we've got a button here, and then we've got two levers. Why, Jesus! Are there two... You said there are two levers down there? Oh, yeah. But right after I answer him, I get... I go full sprint into the other door that was in the room and kick that huh. down, too. There sure is crash, is all you hear. All right, so go ahead and give me that check to make sure you break the other doors. 13. You break them. Uh, 
So then after you shatter the left door, what you see out in front of you is you see a hallway that's about the same width, uh, the same 10 feet across as the other one, but it only, instead of stretching a 50 foot long hallway, it's only about 30 feet. And in the middle you see uh, what looks to be a drop off, kind of like a trench. The drop off? The drop off. Mm -hmm. Uh, You see a trench and you see a rope hanging from the ceiling that's slung and hooked over on the wall for people to swing over the crevice. Oh, I said we go that way. Kind of want to know what the levers were for. Yeah, what what are these levers for? Let's go hit them. Yeah, I go back and hit the levers. Okay, here, here's what we do. Throw the first lever. Pull the lever, crunk. All right, the first lever opens the door at the other end of the hallway. You pull it, and the door swings open at the end of the hallway. Okay, so wait, which... So we've got... We pull we, open so we've got our armory. We've got our armory room, and then there's a door on the left and the right wall. Well, right. they're on the front wall, but at the left and the right of it. So they're separated oh. on the wall facing at the front. The button's on the left wall. Okay, so we've got the button push. on the left, and then we've got two doors on on the front wall. Yes. A well, left door and a right door. We went down which door? So he opened both doors. The door on the right was the one with the two levers in the 50-foot uh, hallway. The door on the left was the one with the crevice with the rope swing over top. Okay, and both both end at that thing, so the one on the right has just the levers? Yeah, it has just the levers, and it goes 50 feet, and there's a door at the other end. Uh, the one on the left was wait, only wait, about... Wait, so the one with the levers has doors, too? There's a door at the other end of the hallway. So it goes 50 feet, and there's a door at the end of the, at the, end of the long hall. Okay, and there are also levers in that hallway? Yeah, so the levers are right to the right when you open up the door. Okay. And then the... So from the armory, the left door goes to a crevice. Yeah, the left door has a crevice, and then on the... Uh, there's a rope swing over the crevice, and then on the, the other side of the, the crevice, there's a, a smaller, maybe 10-foot platform for people to land on, you could say. And then there's another door at the end of that uh, stretch of ways, too. Okay. And so... He pulls the first lever, and it opens the door of the lever hallway. Yes, the door at the end of the hallway swings open. Okay. White, whitey, uh, put that one back, and now pull the right lever. Just pull the other lever. Why do you got to put it back? Well, we're going to try one each, then we're going to try them both. Yeah. Process of elimination. I'd do that. All right, the door slams shut, and you pull the other lever? Yeah. All right, so when you do that... Uh, water starts to pour in from above you uh, into the room and starts to flood out the room. Put the lever back. Put the lever back. I close that lever. Pull the other <laughs> lever. All right. You got to close it, and uh, it closes the lever and stops the water from flowing. I open the other lever. The door opens. That was a shitty trap room. Open both of them. <laughs> no. Hmm. Run down there real quick. See what's at the end of the hole. What's through the door? Why don't sure. you run down there? Because I can't see. I'll take a look. I'll drag these All old right, bones so down there. You run to the other end at the door. If what if that's what you would call running, yes. All right, so you go down and uh, you open the other door, or do you try to kick it down like white Jesus? Well, no, because he doing? said he opened. Oh the... yeah, yeah, it's already, it already swung open. So you go down, you cross through the door, and what you see is 
uh, hall that goes up and turns to the left, but there is a bridge stretched across, like an old rope bridge with some wooden planks across that stretches across another crevice there. Alright, I'm just gonna turn around. There's nothing back here, everybody. We have to find a different way. What if I have to let the water down for it to show us the way out? Do you know the way? You got knuckles. Do you know the way? My queen. I don't know the way out of here. Um, so, hold on. You... Okay, I try the button now that one of the levers is pulled. Still does nothing. All right. Um, try... Switch the levers, and then I'll push the button real quick. I switch the levers. I push the button. All right, so you close the door, and you let the water flow. And you push the button. Nothing happens. However, uh, this time when you went to pull the lever down, it, it broke. The old wooden lever snapped down at the I bottom. I open the other door. The, the other lever. lever to open the door at the end. Okay, so since Mortis is back in the armory, he is not getting hit directly with the water. Um, Tim was down at the end of the hallway, so the water's going to start rushing in towards him. White Jesus was standing underneath where the water was coming out, so it's actually going to hit him and start to kind of... Uh, sweep sweep his feet to bring him down the hallway towards where Tim is at and Balthazar where were you standing over next to levels all right so you're gonna start getting uh sweeped as well with the water so then for those of you getting sweeped uh Tim you are ahead of like the heavy rush of the water right now but it is coming quick is it or what are you gonna do when you see them get swept away so you said that the door that I came through or the room I came into opens up immediately to a bridge that I have to cross. I thought you said there was a room there. I could just kind of walk through the door into the Oh, room. there's the bridge with the crevice but then at the other end of the bridge uh, the hall takes a turn to the left from there. What a fucking library is this? And actually, you guys closed the door, correct? With the other lever when you went to switch the button, so you're actually just going to get... back up. Well, once the water hits you, it started to sweep you away towards the end, so... How much water are we talking? Oh, it's starting to pour in right now. So you're telling me in the amount of time that it took me to snap the lever, the water's still coming, I can't grab the lever and pull it. If I already still had my hand on it. All right. I guess gonna... I'll allow you to do that. So you pull the other lever, the door opens. I was going to have you break through it anyways, most likely. Well, yeah, but I'm not kicking it at that point, so there's, there's that's a difference. All right, Tim, what are you doing? Well, if they were rushing towards me... I was going to just, I guess, stand on the bridge there, and I was going to try to grab them in case they were to fall off the bridge into... What's what's under the bridge? It uh, looks to be about a 15-foot drop. Into dirt, water, stone. Down. Yeah, okay. Just, what uh, fucking kind of library is this? <laughs> crevice is that? Uh, yeah, I'll just, I guess, cross. All right, so you, you cross the bridge. Uh, give me a dexterity saving throw. You only add if you're proficient, correct? Yes. Okay, I got a seven. Uh, yeah. And you also add your dexterity modifier, but only if you're proficient do you add your proficiency bonus. Eight, then. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so as you go to start crossing the bridge, uh, immediately one of the first uh, wooden panels that you step on breaks, and you fall to 15 feet. Ah, shouldn't have had that popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) And I guess you take one damage from it. Oh, my old bones. And then, uh... So I can hop up the other side, then? I guess, can you... Well, you would have to climb out of it and give a... Where do you levitate? 
Or you can effortlessly levitate myself oh, if yeah. you don't want me to just get out. No, yeah, you can effortlessly levitate out. And then the other two... What uh, time of day is it? When you, got, when you guys came in to the... Uh, it was... Yeah, when you guys came into the library, it was beginning to be nighttime. Like, uh, the... Well, I guess I don't think a full hour would have passed by now. Excellent. <laughs> All right, now I'll just uh, lift myself up with my ring. All right, and then for Balthazar and White Jesus, go ahead and give me a dexterity saving throws to see if you can grab the ladder or anything before you guys are washed down into the crevice. I'm going to like look behind me to make sure nobody saw that and then realize that there's only two of us with dark vision, so they didn't see it. Don't you still have the candle? I dropped it. I would have seen the candle just... Whoop. No, no. It went out with the water. So then, dexterity saving throw? I got an eight. Five. All right, you guys are both also going to be uh, swept down into the crevice, both taking three damage. And then uh, it fills with water to the point I guess you guys could get out. Additionally, though, on the other hand, we have Mortis, who was back in the back in the armory. Uh, he just watched everybody kind of get swept down the hallway. And additionally, the water is starting to fill the room that you are in as well in the armory. Uh, it's about ankle high right now and is rising quickly, uh, just from how much has been pouring in. Can I run through the water to join them? Yes, but based on like where it's pouring down at, uh, you're going to have to make a... Saving throw to see if you necessarily keep your footing as you pass underneath uh, necessarily the waterfall of it. So I guess we'll do that being, uh, yeah, we'll go we'll go a dexterity saving throw on that one as well. I rolled a six. No, yeah, nope, five. All right, so as you step through the water, uh, you try to run through it, but you get kind of tackled by it and pushed down, and the water starts to sweep you as well. Uh, by the time you get uh, to the end where the bridge is at, the crevice is nearly filled with water. So the fall you take is down into water at that point. I don't Instead get another dexterity saving throw to... To grab onto the ladder? Yeah. Go ahead and see if you can grab onto the bridge that crosses. Nat 20. <laughs> All right, so you gracefully grab the bridge. And you do not <laughs> fall in the slightest bit. And you actually, in a really cool way, grab it and kind of like swing yourself around and land up on the bridge. All right, I walk across the bridge and say, come on, let's go. You do it in a very stylish fashion. I have my shaggy hair. I sweep it back out of my face like uh, like I just came out of the out of the water in a James Bond film. All right, so you guys get to the other end of the bridge. Uh, you guys climb out of the crevice once it fills with water. And uh, the room turns to the left, and you see another door. I kick it. Go ahead and see if you break it. It was a 13. You break the door. So the room that you step into after that is a big square room. And what you see is the door you come out of. There's uh, another two doors on the wall that you guys are on to your right. And then the wall in the right of the room has three doors on it. And the wall straight in front of you has one door. And then the wall to your left has no doors on it. So there's a total of, including the one that you walked out of, seven doors in the room. Jesus Christ. All right, so so, <laughs> as a player in this room, the, the wall that we came out of, 
also has a door next to us. You have two doors on your right next to you. And then if you're looking forward on the wall to your right, there's three doors. On the wall straight forward, there's one door. And then the wall flush to the left where you came out of has no doors on it. I kick the one on the right. Directly next to you? Yep. So while you're kicking down the door, I'm going to step into the room and like about 10 feet away from the rest of you, just kind of inspecting all these doors. Yeah, the, the whole room is about as solid, just 10 by 10. It's a relatively small room. Uh, and then you have all these doors there. So then you go ahead and kick the door on the right. Give me a uh, strength check. 15. All right. Uh, so that door is actually going to be a mimic. And go ahead and roll damage for a kick then. Nice. <laughs> what would the kick be? Uh, just... 1d4 plus your strength. No, it's just your strength plus one. Just your strength plus one. Six. All right. So you go ahead and kick that door. You do six damage to it. And uh, I guess everybody go ahead and roll initiative. All right. Nine. I got a 12. 16. And I got a 19. All right. So you go to kick a door. And uh, as you go to kick it, doesn't necessarily shatter the way the other ones has. It's cracked, but then it kind of opens up and you see uh, you know, I've never really pictured what actually like a mimic looks like on the inside. Is it like a monster of some sort, like a fiend, or is it literally just like a door with teeth at that point? Yeah, it's it's both. (laughs) Alright, so as you go to kick it, instead of like shattering and everything, it cracks in the middle, but then you see like it actually opens up the teeth right in the center of the door and uh that's what you see. Since I attacked it, can I attack it again? Well, when it's your turn. First up, uh, we actually have... So the second that... Uh, once the Mimic pops out, pops out we actually have... Uh, so um, as soon as the Mimic reacts to White Jesus' kick, Tim, you are going to feel your pack jostled. And you're going to see the book float out of your bag and float over to me. And I'm going to grab onto the book and I'm going to pat the air next to me and say, Thank you very much, Charlie. Very helpful. And I'm going to look at all of you and say, That's a nasty mimic you've got on your foot there, White Jesus. But I believe that it's this labyrinth of library hallways has gone on long enough. I cast Unseen Servant back in that uh, supply room, and he has just been waiting for a moment to hand me this book, which, believe it or not, is not a book of architecture. It is the book of infinite knowledge, and I will use it to see all knowledge in the world, anything that I want. So, I thank you for your help, and I bid you all adieu. And then I'm going to cast Dimension Door, and I am going to teleport 500 feet straight up to the boat. All right, well, 500 feet straight up puts you about 400 uh, feet above sea level, so you're just going to then fall. (laughs) All right, well, very hard straight down. Just slapping concrete at that point. (laughs) I've got 500 feet of range, so I'm going to visualize the uh, the deck of the ship, and I'm going to dimension door out onto the ship. I'm going to run over and try to join the door with him. Or tackle him. 
Oh, wait, yeah, it's like a portal type deal? No, it's just a teleportation. Oh. Forgot you had that. Nice. All right, so you guys see Mortis just kind of disappear at this point, and you guys are all stuck. Uh, next up is White Jesus. It's White. White Jesus. So I'm going to destroy the mimic that just all appeared. All right, roll to hit. If not, I sure as hell am. With my warhammer. <laughs> I am pissed. Let's see. Let's see how good White Jesus hits. Oh, actually, fuck. I want to go into a rage. Okay, you rage. If you allow me to do that, okay. I'll allow it. So I'm raging. This is a thing. 12, 4, 5, 3, and 3. Does that hit him? Yes, that that hits. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if that was damage for a sec, but then no. I was like, oh, that's the hit. Yeah, that, that hits. All right, so I can attack twice. Do I do both of them and then damage or hit and then damage? Uh, well, I guess go ahead and you can roll for your second hit if you want to. All right, cool. 19, 23, yep. 26, yep. 29. Yep. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> the more you keep adding, the still yes it's going to be. All right, cool. So those are 1d10. No. Yeah, 1d10s. Oh. Uh, 10, 5, 3, 3, 21 for the first hit. Okay. Oddly enough, 21 for the second hit. All right. Uh, next up, we have... Because I'm assuming that I can't use anything else. Uh, Balthazar. I'm going to try to fight the Mimic Door with my quarterstaff. Okay. Wait, hold on. I've never played a monk. Is using my quarterstaff or my fist more... You could probably do more with your fist, but... I mean, if I remember right, with uh, spending the... Do monks have use kai points and stuff? Or? Yeah, so you could do a couple different things. You could attack one-handed with the quarterstaff, then punch with your other fist, and then you could spend a kai point to do flurry of blows and then hit it and punch it again, I'm pretty sure. Or you could use kai points to do one of your specialty things, like because you're a monk of the four elements, you could do the fire snake or the thunder oh no you could do the um thunderclap or the uh water whip i'm going to dab my quarterstaff in what i'm assuming is its eye or butthole and uppercut it with my fist i did not hit what'd you roll i rolled a four all right so you miss with the initial quarterstaff and then uh go ahead and roll for your second hit 18 plus dexterity. That's going to hit. And right, what do I do for damage? Just for hit points, that is dexterity for monks, correct? Is it just your normal dexterity modifier for a regular strike? Or is it, or is it one, one plus your dex modifier? Oh, it depends on what level you... What level are you? I am a level 9. Level 9, you'll be using a 1d6 for your fists. That's correct. All right. And then you're adding your dexterity modifier. Nine. All right, you go ahead and uh, end up punching the door with an uppercut. Um, you could also do flurry of blows. You would spend a kai point and then take make two unarmed strikes as a bonus action. I'm gonna do that. Yeah, you should. And basically, like elbow it in what I'm assuming is its face 
then come back with a kind of spinning move and thunder punch it. All right, go ahead and uh, roll to see if uh, either of those hit. Are you actually doing the thunder, the special thunder thing? Stunning strike? I think he was no, just, not stunning strike. No, yeah. like, I think he just wants to punch it. I just want to punch it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Falcon punch. What'd Falcon punch. What'd you roll on the first one? Ten. That's after all your modifiers? Wait. Plus your dexterity. It's dexterity plus your proficiency. I roll plus four proficiency? Fuck. Fourteen. Okay. Uh, you're going to hit, and uh, you actually... So you were throwing that elbow first? Yes. As you go to throw that elbow through, uh, you see the rest of the door uh, shatter. Or it like sends a sharp splitting, uh, splintering wood down it, and the door dies. Aww. Great. So uh, the first door to your right, you guys went ahead and uh, destroyed. You still have the door next to that, the three on the right wall, and the one straight forward. I say we open all three at the same time on this wall. Well, white Jesus, it appears our uh, our conversation has bore fruit. I, and I pull out my bag. It looks like another, uh, say, one of the journals. And you can just see it's like magically changes to the book that was in question to be stolen. Oh, no, you did not. Sure did. Oh, You're my right. God. <laughs> yeah, You're I had welcome. two books in the bag. <sighs> what a dumb fuck. You're welcome. God damn it, Michael. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it appears he did not get what he wanted, but we should get out of here soon before he realizes and comes back. It only lasts about an hour. <laughs> before his book will change. <laughs> what does it change into after the hour's up? So it just It'll disappear. be the one that uh, he used to wipe his ass with. <laughs> that's, that's, that's funny. That's tough. Um, so I guess I start swinging at doors with my warhammer at this point. All right, which which door are you swinging for? The one straight in front of me. Are you still in a raids? So the oh, one yeah. where, where you walked in the door, uh, there was the one to your right that you hit, but then the one that was like initially across yeah, straight in front. Straight ahead of me. All right, you go and you... Take a huge golf swing. Alright, we'll just say you break through that door, and uh, what you see is the other end of that room with the rope swing on it. Oh. What I'm figuring out, are there any books? Like, are we out of the book area completely? I would yes. fucking you're just in so. a You're in a small room with doors all around you. Here's what I'm gonna do, okay? Let's say, thankfully, we don't need to deal with all of this nonsense, uh... Trying to find our way out of here, we have a lot of time. I will show you the magic of the artifact that Mortis was looking for. And I open it up and I look up information on drawing tra- teleportation circles. And while he does that, I want to say, check this out. I have magic too, and I warhammer the next door. <laughs> Which door do you warhammer? <laughs> the one. Piss off another mimic. <laughs> Being that you just broke through that one across the room, now what you're looking at is there's three doors on your left and, uh, one door. That one door. Know, three doors on the right. Well, if he went through the other door and turned back around, then they would all be on his left. Oh, okay. And then there's the door you came from on the right in front of you. And then the on the left, there's another door. The one on the left. On the wall straight across now? Yeah. All right. That is going to be another mimic. So if you want nice. to go ahead and roll for damage, real, or hit and damage while uh, Tim, what are you looking up? Teleportation stuff? Yes, because even at this point, if we get out of the damn library, we have no boat to take us back. We could just take the boat from Sanchez and Michael. 
Morty. Okay, so... Would they... Paul, you're a knowledgeable person. Unless I can <laughs> conjure us a boat. Like, what do you need in order to be able just to teleport? There must be another circle somewhere. I believe one is at the Salty Clam that I would be most familiar with. Yes, um, so in the previous campaign that we played as a group, our characters, White Jesus and Tim the Enchanter, owned a brothel named the Salty Clam, and they had a teleportation circle there. So if... Jet writes the appropriate teleportation circle. What I say? Oh, I said Jet. If Tim draws the appropriate teleportation circle down here, he can teleport to their brothel. All right. Well, or actually, you might be able. There might be another. You might be able to do something that's just. You don't need a teleportation circle. You can just go. I do have the book of the knowledge, aka I now have access to the Dungeons and Dragons player's handbook while I play the campaign. <laughs> Regardless, so you're end up, you're able to end up drawing up that teleportation circle because you know about that other uh, circle at the Salty Clam. Ambionitis, what did you roll? I ended up hitting it with 36. Damage. I'm assuming that its AC is not above 25. It is not. You are correct. Okay. And the total damage was 36. The total damage was 36. All right. You hit it. Um, are you planning to remain in combat with it or to go through Tim's teleportation circle? Same to you. If he's in combat, I will be firing off some magic missiles at that door to get him over I here. I am in rage. So, yes, I'm going to kill it. We are team... Salt clam. Balthazar, what are you doing? Well, Tim, are you stepping through the teleportation circle then? Not without these two. Yeah, what what what's the highest level spell you can cast? Fifth? Yes. Okay. So yeah, you would need to do a teleportation circle. If you do if you did the spell just teleport, which doesn't require a circle, then you would have to do like additional rolls to see if you successfully cast it. So but teleportation circle you could do if you treated the book as like a spell scroll. I wanted to murder Michael. Are we doing an initiative roll to take care of this door and then get out of here? Uh, we can we can keep the same initiative order if that's fine with you guys. Yeah. Just to keep it moving. So you did 36 damage to it? Yes, sir. Thank All right, you, great. sir. So, My name's Brad uh, Richards. Next up is the Mimic, who is going to attack back at White Jesus, who rolled a natural 20, actually. But it's halved, bitch. <laughs> That's why I really, 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 like, in the main arc, that's why I wanted you to take the pay to slay sword, because even if you use it to do full damage, you have to take the full amount of damage with it. Based on the damage, what it does, it does 1d8 plus 3. Roll that twice for the uh, critical hit, and then it does an additional 1d8 acid damage as well, which comes to a total of... 19 or no 17 was the total of the rolls halved for your immunities you take nine damage and then next up on the list was uh tim the enchanter gonna fire some magic missiles at this door is it one roll for all the missiles or how does magic missile actually missiles work? automatically hit magic missile automatically hits oh dope so i just do damage you just roll the damage yep Love it. So, spell slots first. Yeah, I better use it as a one. I'm running low on my other ones. What does it matter? You're playing Tim the Enchanter right now. 
Seven plus eight plus nine. That would be 24. You destroy the mimic. And then I yell, let's get to this portal now before he gets pissed off and comes back down here with that unseen servant of his, or so he thought. All right, does everybody go through the portal with Tim? Yes. Oh, yeah. You guys all step through the portal, and on the other side, you get a nice smell of roses as you are in the salty clam. We have been reunited with the scent that we found at the beginning of the episode. (laughs) Yes, and Mortis, as you're sailing away, the hour goes up, and you, uh... You go ahead and you go to examine the book that you had, and what you find is uh, Balthazar's shit-covered pages that are all stuck together and gooey now. And I look up at the camera, and Sanchez is in the room with me, and I go, I almost got away with it, too, if it weren't for those meddling kids. Fuck you! And that'll that'll bring us to the end of the one-shot that we put together here. Uh, just like to say a quick shout out to the players. Thank you for going along with, uh, some of it. I have not DM'd in damn near two years, probably. And when I was only doing it, it was only briefly. So thank you for going along with the story to make this work, uh, to some point. Hope you guys enjoyed and had fun. Uh, I'd like to thank Paul for going ahead and playing one of the characters that I put together to make it, uh, flow a little better. Uh, so thank you. Thank you for DMing. That was uh, fun. Additionally, uh, as said in the last episode, I will be releasing uh, some of this information to the Lifesaving Bros uh, Instagram page. So if you guys want to see any of the characters or stat sheets or anything like that, you guys uh, can feel free to do so and use it in your own campaigns as well if you see it suitable. Uh, additionally, uh, go ahead and head over to iTunes and leave us a review, uh, comment and review, please. Uh, five stars is the best, and we appreciate all feedback. Especially now. Um, the giveaway is still going on. Uh, this, I think we'll have two weeks left in the giveaway. Uh, by June 19th. The giveaway is going to be a replica of the book that we're talking about. This the red one or the... Uh... The shit-covered one. <laughs> It'll actually use Eric Nemeth's real shit. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, so we'll still have... You have a week and a day uh, af- once this episode is released head over to itunes uh leave us a review there and again this is reviews not just ratings if we hit 20 reviews by june 19th 2019 uh we will increase the value of the giveaway we'll give away more and we'll give away more exciting things Awesome. And uh, additionally, if you guys uh, want to contact us at all, uh, we love when you guys interact with us. Uh, Go ahead and give us a follow. Uh, You can find us on Twitter or Instagram at Death Saving Bros, or you can find us on Instagram at Life Saving Bros as well for uh, some additional D&D material that you can bring to your own campaign. And uh, additionally, you can follow me personally at Benfro15. You can follow me personally at Ima underscore B underscore Brad. Uh, fucking get a hold of somebody else. You can find me at 221 Baker Street. Or on the Death Saving Bros Twitter page. Uh, same thing as Be Rich. Tell one of the other guys and we'll, we'll let them know. And you can follow me at HP Camper. Yeah, unlike uh, some of the other guys... Uh... The other three of us, me, Brad Renfro, and Paul, actually keep up with some of that stuff. So uh, we (laughs) love when you guys talk to us. 
And uh, next week, we'll be returning back to the normal campaign that we've been running, hosted by the one and only Paul Camper. But for now, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one. I do like to twist with the book at the end. Yeah, that was... I did not see that coming. <laughs> Especially with going, you going back and grabbing the book I left. Yeah, very well done. I applaud you. <laughs> that oh, smack man. you heard right there on the mic, that was an ass smack of Sir Bradley Richards done by cheeks. Sir Bradley Renfro. It's Brad on Brad crime. Some Brad on Brad action. Little B squared. Well, B squared actually coming squared. at you. Because I have divine stuff. That was my favorite answer, and it worked every time. Your quote is probably, what does my dark vision tell me? <laughs> you have this magical item in your hand. What does my dark vision tell me about it? Oh. I heard that. He just tried flipping me off and threw his arm out, and it, something popped. Right now we are three cripples. All right, so that was my elbow. Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs, The Descent, and Dragon and Toast are by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0, and sourced from FilmMusic.io. The tracks Coming of Time, Ending Hours, Fantasy Theme, Hidden Place, Mystica, and Silent Motion are music by Orchestralis. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org slash licenses, slash buy, slash 4.0, slash legal code.